And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it, it's Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. Let's bring in the pride of Ord, Husker basketball standout, assistant over at Pius the Tenth. Andy Markowski back with us. Andy, you got a ton of basketball going on this week. How you doing? Uh, doing well. So, no, it's that time of the year, right, where uh, most uh, levels are in conference conference play, a lot, of, a lot of big games, a lot of fun games to follow. Well, let's uh, get your take on, on the Northwestern win before we get into Ohio State tonight. Pretty gritty, and Andy, Nebraska just seems to have an answer at home, either with some big shots made or getting some stops defensively, both in the case Saturday against Northwestern. Yeah, that's what home court, you know, is supposed to be. I think the crowd has has been, you know, really good this year, and you know, certainly, you know, carries you maybe through some spells where you're not playing great or the shots not go, and you can rely on that energy. And you know, and certainly, um, you know, the timely, you know, shot making um, at home, we certainly have, have shot the ball better, and and you know, us scoring droughts at at home, and you know, they're going to position themselves for an NCAA tournament winning. You know, a tough game like Northwestern at home is, is um, what they're going to have to do the back half of the Big Ten play. Andy, how, how impressive was it to you what Nebraska did out-rebounding Northwestern despite not having Jawan Gary? And the, the official availability report has come out for tonight's game against Ohio State. He's officially questionable, so we'll see if he's a go or not. But, but what did that show you, Nebraska winning on the boards and winning that game without a guy like Jawan Gary? Yeah, certainly there's been stretches where we haven't, you know, rebounded it well. Um, you know, Gary is is very active on the offensive backboard. I thought, you know, Alec. Um, you know, some games I, I think Josiah hurts them um, where he doesn't really shoot it great. It's hard to to get defensive team spread. I think against Northwestern, you know, playing two bigs, uh, you know, not only helps us offensively, but you know, goes back to to the rebounding. I, I thought, you know, both both are bigs. Held up, and then you put Williams in at the three. Um, you know, I thought the the size and length of our front line really bothered Northwestern. It was a big reason why we won. Andy, uh, uh, what do you believe about Nebraska as the as as the the road adventures still loom? The home court's the home court, but what can this team still do in your mind here the rest of January and into February? Well, I, I think the schedule sets up for them. I was. You know, reading something that if if you look at the current strength of schedule metrics, we you know we have the second easiest you know Big Ten schedule uh, down the stretch, right? So you you hope that gives you maybe a few you know winnable road games. Yeah, I think you you have to look at each game independent. I'm not real big on on you know blanking them all together. Um, you know, certainly the Minnesota game um, second half was disappointing. Rutgers, you know, they had stretches where they were really good and stretches where they were bad. I think the Iowa game was just the timing of of the schedule. But you know, I, I do think they have some games. I think they're you know at Michigan and and uh, at at Maryland. I believe. I think they um, um, have some some games that that potentially they can be competitive and win on the road, which I think is a is a metric that the tournament is going to look at. You know, the K State win on the road shows them that they can they can do it. It's not like they're over on the road, but you know, I, I think beating Purdue is a is a huge metric point that you can play with some of the top teams in the country. You know, I, I think non conference is another one that that we were okay in. So the ability to prove that we can win on the road, I think, is the next step this team needs to make to to, to kind of secure themselves on the right side of the bubble. Andy, what's more important in your mind as you look towards the the latter half of the the the, the conference slate? 
is it going and getting a couple on the road or is it maintaining your, your near perfect record at home? Well, what do you think is, is more important whenever you look at NCAA tournament consideration coming here towards the end of March? Yeah, I mean, if you win all your games at home, uh, that would mean that you've, you've picked up, uh, you know, some, some quad one wins, right? you got Wisconsin still coming in at home. So, so that's, that's easier. Uh, you know, if, if they could go undefeated or even, you know, lose one at home and, and then go pick up one on the road. So, I, I, you know, both are important. I, I, you know, if you told me that we would win all our home games, yeah, we, we'd be in the tournament. Um, but, you know, the odds are that maybe Wisconsin comes in here and, and beats you, you know, so it puts a little pressure that, that you've got to be able to go on the road and, and you know, in those four or five teams that are really competing for that fifth or sixth spot to, to get into the Big Ten, uh, into the NCAA tournament, you know, you probably got to go on the road and, and beat one of those teams. Eddie, what do you think about Ohio State tonight? Vegas says three and a half. Sounds like it might be another tight one. Lots of scoring and athleticism, some toughness, too, with Ohio State. They, uh, they have a problem, though, on the road. Yeah, you know, that's another team that, you know, I think are, you know, pretty talented, um, you know, playing um, you know, a little bit more consistent than, than they had played, um, you know, good win against Alabama, and then, you know, then stub the toe against a, a team like Michigan. So, you know, you mentioned the, the inconsistencies on the road. Um, so, you know, it's a team that I, I think, you know, matches up pretty well to Nebraska. Nebraska matches up to them. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see you know, Gary be able to play. We're just we're just not very deep uh, without him. You know, you you, you pick up uh, some foul trouble. You know, you you really uh, don't have a lot of, of players that have had success at, at this level when you go deeper into that bench. So, you know, it, it's it's a game against a team that's that's right there with you in standings. I think they're one game you know back of us with with a very similar you know overall record. And you know, I think Ohio State will will be right in that fifth, sixth, seventh uh, mix. You know, when the season gets done. And he goes to women's basketball here in just a second. A big matchup with Iowa coming this weekend. But first, I got to ask you: Do you have a Peacock subscription I can borrow tonight? Is that possible? <laughs> uh, you radio guys make all the money. I think Peacock's <laughs> only five or six bucks. I think people can can afford to to jump on it. I do have one. I've, I've watched a lot of a lot of games on it. Um, plus, they have uh, some some old. Uh, WWF, uh, um, some of the the big events. So I uh, was messing around one day and uncovered that. So there's all kinds of value on Peacock outside of watching the Huskers. Andy Markowski for Peacock. Um, <laughs> Andy, Andy so, Markowski for no charity for Elijah. No, Andy, Andy's like you're not ripping my uh, subscription. Who was your Who was your tag team or who was your wrestler back in the WWF days? Who did you like? Oh, uh, I, uh, I, I, you know, like you said, as a kid. You know, got got into it, but the, I was always a big Road Warriors fan. So Animal and Hawk, I, you can't go wrong with them as a as a duo. Last wrestling question: And on a good night, who could do more damage? Or a better way to ask this question: Could Danny Knee have touched Andre the Giant's beer drinking record? Yeah, Danny was uh, very good at, uh, at at drinking, but um, I, I think just the sheer size of, of Andre uh, might might give him a, a slight advantage. But I, I think we all knew the competitiveness in Coach Knee, and he he would have gave it a, a a good try. But I don't I don't think in the end he he probably could beat. Uh, the, the, the man, uh, the, the eighth wonder of the world. Uh, Eddie, uh, let's uh, talk about the, the topic that's been, I know, Nebraska heads to, to Iowa. Caitlin Clark uh, and, and a fan collided. What's your take? What's your view? You've lived it both ways uh, as, you know, the, the court storming topic. You, you've been on teams that have had uh, that 
that jubilation. And then you've also, you know, I don't know that you were court stormed, but you've been harassed by by different teams and, and student sections before. So what's your read on what happened and going forward? Do you think the Big Ten or the NCAA will respond with court storming? Yeah, I mean, it, it's just, you know, you don't want to take it away. I, I, I do think, um, you know, it, what makes it a, a fun event for, for the students. And we did, yeah, I think Creighton, when they beat us in 90. Did they? Okay. When it was in 97, I remember um, having a little bit of an altercation getting off the, the court with with a, with a student. Um, you know, you, it, it certainly, you know, as Matt Painter said, it, it, it I think it poses a variety of a risk, right? I mean, you've got people – um, running, um, you know, Clark obviously, you know, got ran into and, and, and collided. Um, you also have a ton of emotion in a, in, a, in a big game, right? You got, you know, a team just lost, you know, and you have you have students, you know, that maybe could say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing. So I, I certainly understand the the risk that's involved. I, I don't know how you, you know, how you control it without just getting, you know, a, a numerous amount of security people, which you know, there's costs associated with that. I, I think well, the SEC. You know, financially penalizes a, a team if, if they allow it in, in, in football. You know, so it's just a, a slippery slope. I, I don't want to see it go away. I, I think it's it, 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 it's part of it. I, I think, you know, there's things that Iowa could have done better and not, you know, not uh, you know get fragmented where you know you got to kind of stay together as a group. So I, you know, I think there's probably some responsibility for the teams that, that are guests that, to make sure that you have some protocol in place to, to get your team off the court safely as well. I mean, you know, coaches are, are smart. They're trying to control every variable. So I don't think the responsibility just falls on, you know, the home uh, event staff or the home team. You know, I, I think uh, visiting teams have to have some type of a, of a strategy of how they're going to get their team off the court as well. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure smart people are, are, are looking at it, but, you know, just to blanket in and say it can't happen – um, or won't happen. I, I think is a wrong decision as oh, well. I don't even think you can stop it. I mean, not to step on your no, toes. No, no, you here. But can't. like, how do you stop five thousand people storming a court with your fifteen security people around the court? No, I don't it, think you can. And listen, the, the security folks are great people, but they're not going to throw it on. I mean, they're they're there to, you know, uh, help you out and 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 verbally tell you what to do, not physically. They're not the Avengers. <laughs> tell, yeah, tell you what to do, <laughs> uh, Andy. I want to go back to '97. What what happened between you and a student? I mean, take us back if you don't mind. Oh well, I just I mean I remember getting uh, awfully wide with one of my elbows as you know we were we were you know hitting the tunnel that was against the the, the student crowd, right? So I just remember kind of swinging. Uh, an elbow and glancing it off of a, a student's head, um, running, you know, and, and that was immature of me and, and, you know, something I look back on. But when you, you know, you grew up with that rivalry, that was the first time that they had beat us. And, you know, you're trying to get off the court and these guys are you know, running and getting in your face. That, that, that's the next thing that can happen. You know, just the Caitlin Clark thing was a freak mm-hmm. timing of an accident. But, but you also have alcohol involved. You have, you know, people you know, rushing the court off of an emotional loss. And, you know, I think that's setting up for, for a player to get in some type of altercation with, with a fan as well. And, you know, that's just another area that we probably haven't looked at that, that could happen. And before we get you out of here, we need your preview of what the Husker women face whenever they head to Iowa City on Saturday. Obviously, everyone knows about Caitlin Clark and just how good the Iowa women's basketball team is. What is the, the Husker women's task on Saturday? Yeah, certainly, a, you know, a team that played in the finals a year ago um, that are, you know, is playing really, really good basketball. I know they, you know, were upset on the road, um, blew a 12-point lead 
to, to lose in overtime to a really good Ohio State team. So it, it'll be a you know a tall task. Um, you know, you're gonna have to go and. And, and play really well, and you know maybe hope that Caitlin does not have a, a great game. Um, you know she's a generational talent, very hard to guard, uh, makes the other players better. You know it's uh, you know it's a game that you know you test yourself. It's it's why you play in the Big Ten against some of the best teams in the country, and and Iowa's right right there, and you know we get them twice, so you know you're gonna have a chance to play them on the road, which you know I don't know the last time they. They've lost there. I don't know if they have under under Caitlin, but then you get them, you know, about three weeks later at at home in Lincoln, which is already sold out. So, you know, it makes it fun. But you know, the, the Nebraska group's going to have to play more consistent and, and and find more offense than what they've been able to find over the last few weeks if they want to be competitive in Iowa City. Andy Markowski with his standout Husker, the pride of Ord at Markowski underscore Andy. Andy, take care. Uh, best of luck. Thanks for the time today. All right, guys. Thanks for having me.